Hi, and welcome to Confessions of an Eco Warrior podcast. Welcome to the first ever episode of Confessions of an Eco Warrior. The confessions and challenges facing modern millennials to save the planet and the worries that come with it. But first, I think we should introduce everybody who's here. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Gemma. Uh, my blog is a helping handprint, which is like really super baby new. Uh, when you hear it, it'll just been published, so be nice and kind. The purpose of the blog is kind of a challenge blog where I want to make sustainability really accessible so I'll be taking on challenges from my readers hopefully if they send them (laughs) Um, and yeah kind of just trying to make sustainability very easy that's my goal very good goal Hi, I'm Sophie. Um, so my blog is Life with Clarity, which I um, started a few years ago now. Um, and I started it just kind of talking about all the challenges that us gals go through in our 20s. Um, I just started my first adult job, started dating in a new city, moving to a new place, trying to make friends. Um, so I've been doing that for a few years, um, but I really got in- interested into eco and sustainability through Gemma, actually, um, because she made it really accessible. She was in some of these amazing challenges and she was so passionate about it. So I got really, really interested in what she was up to and got interested in myself. So I'm really excited to be doing this podcast with her today. Shocks. So ah. nice. <laughs> And yeah, I guess that leaves me. I totally forgot about that. Um, I'm Amy and I'm founder of Nylon and Negatives, which is a new business to Edinburgh, which has been open a year now officially as of this month, um, which is promoting sustainability within the fashion industry, both through my own illustration work and making a blog with all the places where you can shop and interesting articles to do with the fashion revolution to make uh, working conditions fair and for clothing to be made safely and sustainably for the environment. So yeah that's us but last but not least we have miss k who's joining us miss k hi i'm steph i'm really excited i've been invited along to take on different challenges each week although i'm a bit scared about what the girls are going to ask me to do because I really don't want to give up the likes of my car and Sephora and bleach and all these other things that are probably not very good for the environment, but we will see how they go. We're we're pretty much seeing how far we can push Steph to our limits, (laughs) telling us that our ideas are shit. Everything's going. Everything will be going. Stay tuned. She'll be the voice of reason. been having any eco sustainable wins this week what's been happening right so when you say eco is that short for eco-friendly and what's the difference between eco-friendly and sustainable fair 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 question from a safe fair point fair point (laughs) yep uh well i guess from my point of view sustainable is kind of that all-encompassing so there's there's three pillars of sustainability and that's people planet and profit so we're looking at the earth people and monies and when we say eco-friendly to me that's something that's specifically for the environment so it's to be environmentally friendly 
so like you know the actual product mm-hmm. is environmentally okay. friendly the, the waste like the disposal of that product is either to the aim is to not dispose of it obviously but if it is it's not going to cause any harm to the planet yeah no chemicals that type none of, of thing. that none of that plastic um and then there's the ethical side of it which is which is slightly different but like amy that's more your bag so let's yeah well i guess and from a clothing perspective like ethics plays into sustainability because we are treating people fairly like when you buy something sustainable it's like 100 percent guaranteed that people were paid fairly to make it and we're also not creating waste as a result of making it so like there's a thing in fashion which is called a closed loop cycle which basically means like any waste is repurposed to make the clothing again which is basically the dream where you're not producing any waste but I mean even even in terms of like making clothing it's, it's all about eliminating as much waste from the process as possible and ensuring that people are treated fairly so I guess mm-hmm. from a sustainable point of view like I always see a bit of the ethics as well as like yeah the, totally and I think you can't really be eco-friendly if people like even for bananas and things like mm-hmm. you know if it's if it's fair trade like are people actually being paid fairly to and what pesticides are being it's a whole big it's a huge issue I guess yeah if you unpack it but I think Gemma put it perfectly like it's all about like how how it's how it's made like mm-hmm. how it's are people being paid fairly and like is it is it impacting the planet by using it or making it I guess okay good does that, does that make sense yeah that's, that's, that's that a lot clearer good yeah nice. but it's a minefield <laughs> going forward yeah it's, so, I'm sure it'll be discussed a lot in further further episodes it's super it's, difficult because people it's such buzzwords as well like people use them a lot yeah. when they may, maybe don't know what it is or they use it to tag something and I don't necessarily think that yeah, like greenwashing. Yeah, mm. yikes. Um, uh, yeah, for and, another time. For another. Yeah, I know quite. <laughs> and like single-use plastic, like that's the new buzz. Uh, buzz. Code. Or zero waste. Yeah. Oh yeah, yikers. Yeah, too much. Too much. No. Okay. So many things. But okay. so challenges and wins. Yes. Yeah. Small wins. We'll start off small. Small I, wins. I think. I think I've got. I think I've got two, but they come hand in hand. So I had a cup. Had a had a beautiful, sustainable, reusable cup. Nice. With a nice pattern and then, or yeah, like gorgeous. Got it from LA. Oh. I mean on a commercial flight. Um but, <laughs> um but some careless barista smashed it and I and I cried, he cried, it was very emotional. Um but I then didn't have a reusable cup for a week and a half. Tricky, tricky situation. Now I'm a caffeine fiend, so I find it difficult to go a day without without caffeine. So I genuinely had the dilemma: Do I go into a coffee shop with no mug, get a cup, try and find a way to recycle it, but I'm still creating a problem? So I had an inner panic, and it was, yeah, it was not fair. great. Genuinely considered asking the barista whether I'd bring a mug out of the coffee shop and take it to my work. Just bring it with just, you. Uh, just bring it back the, the next day. The trust, like, because I'm a regular. Okay. Um, yeah. ended up opting for a paper cup. I know. Uh, the worst. The worst. I recycled it, guys. So, okay. I mean, okay, it was still. Yeah. Um, but the win was that I bought a brand new cup, which is actually made out of rice husks. So at the end of its life, it's completely biodegradable. Yes. Yes. Rice husks. So yeah, Ooh. I know. Who the heck knew? I'm loving it. So like, sad face on the on the losses for that week. However. But it may balance out. New product. New lovely product. I Perfect. think the paper cups, coffee cups, is probably a really big issue. I know when... For you or in general? In general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bought, uh, I bought a takeaway <laughs> coffee just yesterday. And then... Confession! <laughs> um, dispose of it. I was at a gallery and oh I my could God. only see Lancel. general waste. <laughs> and I just think, oh no. But I mean, I really don't want to walk around a gallery holding... Uh, you no, probably would have been allowed to, to be fair to you. So, yeah. Give you less guilt there. Yeah. 
And also, I know when um, my work get told off for the the collection um, for the recycling and general waste, they tend to go through the bags and they will give us a percentage of food waste, cardboard, plastic, etc. And actually, you'll maybe have about five, ten percent off every general waste bag, being paper cups, which can be recyclable. So that is really difficult. That is the challenge that Ooh. I'm trying to. Um, Did you just give yourself a, your oh own challenge? Sure. <laughs> I feel like that is a simple one, especially because we have lots of recycling and honestly yeah. receptacles at work. Well, that cup was ten pounds, and you can get such pretty ones. And that one's a cute pastel pink, which I think is definitely your vibe. Yeah. I've got a plastic. Um, sorry, no, I've got a, a takeaway. What's it called? Thermal mug. Yeah, thermal mug. Thermal I, like one. I got one for Christmas, but I just didn't bring it with me. Ooh, this could oh, be. Okay. This could you be. don't know when you're going to have that coffee craving. Oh man, you? you've got to. It's, it's a big commitment. But Regular like, packing. planning. But then the it planning. becomes instinctive, like your keys, I think. Like you're like, oh, my oh cup. Like mug. Mm. Yeah, bring it with me. Or just having like an actual mug at work. Like it's it's like not a thing that happens anymore, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. it should be brought back. Like we mug, your mug, a personalised mug, Steph's mug. There's like some stuff for like our Scottish listeners, and sorry to everyone who's not, but there's a lot like firing around Scottish government right now on disposable coffee cups. We're like we're well, on it. It's actually interesting it. you say that because my work name disclosed, well not disclosed, um, <laughs> have banned all paper cups basically. Yes. So we all got keep cups metal cutlery everything like that and you're charged 50 pence if you need a paper cup which is like a huge hike mm-hmm. so it's reduced our like footprint in that way like by a huge amount and it's across all of this particular institutions <laughs> uh, waste idea. so and I mean we maybe have like 100 sites across the UK so nice Ooh. it's a big change that is good but I think largely it's in Scotland just now so but, yeah. but I think that's because of the government initiative we've maybe just jumped ahead of the curve yeah. to try and avoid what would probably be taxed and stuff but uh-huh. I don't know well Exciting though. Yeah. It's on the horizon. <laughs> beautiful. Any beautiful. more? Any more challenges? Um, well, my my small win was so obviously we know the dairy industry is not the best for the environment, especially milk, creates a lot of a lot of problems, a lot of problems. So I decided to I was at home back home in Northern Ireland a couple of weeks ago. Cute. Um, so I introduced my mom and dad to the concept. Well, not concept because it's a real thing, but oat milk. Um, oh. Because it's it's actually quite tasty. I don't know if you've embraced oat milk. I love it. That's the milk of choice for me. Oh, yeah, so honest. good. Oh, Sorry, gluten free. I know. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> Celiacs beware. Um, but my mum was just really, really shocked. She was like, Sophie, I just don't get it. Like, how can you milk an oat? I don't get it. Um, it took her a while, but she was actually really excited because usually she drinks skimmed milk, you know, like full skimmed. Bet oaty be creamy. Creamy but as you heck. Get, you can get skimmed. Oh, uh-huh. milk? No yeah. way. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you How can. can. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that boggles my mind, but whatever. So, mom was super buzzed. They really liked it. So, they're having it with their granola now. So, Ooh. a small... Oh, honestly, oh, good win. A small little positive win. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, oh, milk. Oh, milk's good. I actually... that. I'll, I'm just going to jump right in with my fail, because I've now identified this This will be my fail for the week. Yeah, there's well, actually, I mean, I shaved, so... <laughs> there's been a few, but this is my this is my fail. So, I, uh, I tried to make oat milk I tried to milk the oat and <laughs> she <laughs> let me tell you 
She doesn't milk well. <laughs> no, it was not as, not as creamy. It was disgusting. Did it? Did it disgusting as that. Uh, that how do you make your own oat milk? Is this a viable option for? I don't. Like, like, it tastes crap. I don't even know. Personally, like I'd love as as a little eco chick over here to be like, oh my god, it was the best thing ever. But it actually was bogging. <laughs> <laughs> I like so. All you do is. Uh, I mean, I mean, I I use a hand blender, and it specifically said food processor, right? But I don't really know, to be honest, what's the huge difference. No, I don't, right? So you basically just blitz oats and water, and if you like some sugar or salt, is that it? It's Well, it's like it's it's like crap non-cooked porridge. But anyway, like you you pass (laughs) it through some muslin like milk bag, did all that, and it was just like. It, it just wasn't creamy and like I used way more oats than I should have because they were like if you want a creamier milk so that's the answer to the skimmed thing they use less uh, oats oh okay yep. but if you so just water really water. yeah so if you <laughs> want and salt, but if you want a creamy milk mum liked you, it it was oh it was just it it was it was nah Oh, yeah. I love so stick to the like stick to the Oatly, the Alt Pro. Yeah, I was movie. so I was so keen to like be like, oh no, let me move away uh, from Tetra Pak, but I'm like, it's just that I hate it. Fair, and yeah. I'm not willing yet. And what's the difference for the cost of Oatly milk? I don't think it's that bad. Well, to regular milk. Well, okay, okay yeah, yeah. Put people off. Fair. If you make it yourself and want really crap oat milk, then you're you're, know, you're spending five pence, but it's crap, mm. so you don't want it. I don't know, like, I think that, although it's like, say, like, I am a soy moreer, but, like, I feel like it is, yeah, there's huge controversy around soy milk anyway, so it's kind of like yeah. a taboo now. Another piece. I know, it's so, so silly, like, I love soy milk and I'm soy. not ashamed, um, but it's 140 for, like, a carton, and it's, like, much smaller than if you were to get, like, a litre of milk, like, normal milk. However, like, I think, like, milk goes off quicker, like, soy lasts mm-hmm. a little longer, it's creamier, you need less of it in, like, it's like it's like forty p difference. I feel like maybe. I feel like for That's the difference, yeah. And if I don't, I think like that. I'm drinking like oh, a pint of milk is just like not good for your body anyway. Surely, well, like sure, is there a person out there who can tolerate that much milk? Because I want to know them. Like I, I want to know and meet them. I would come from a little vegan standpoint and be like, to be honest, you may be paying forty p extra, but at least like it's something that you're biologically meant to drink I know I just oh, sorry well, like, how many of us are like like on the on the scale of lactose intolerance like I feel like yeah. almost everybody Has is like got it right yeah to yeah like you basically like have too much dairy and then you instantly regret all your life choices it's like <laughs> yeah. like cutting it out I think would make everyone feel better but maybe we're just not on the right yeah well plus it's fortified path. it's fortified with fun things that are not just calcium like B12 oh B12 <laughs> are, we, are we still in the I know a few months back we had like an oat milk like shortage I feel I was like are we still are we still in that because I've gone to a few grocery shops and they don't have any oat milk and there was a crisis for yeah it's always short like avocados the great avocado is it Brexit (laughs) (laughs) oh my god not for this podcast not podcast sorry (laughs) (laughs) we have an embargo on 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 Brexit surely like I mean in whimsical terms plus like Scottish oats are a thing so I feel like it wouldn't be but like I just thought I'd say for the for the shits and gigs but um, I know I went into Tesco this morning to get my mother Oatly and mother? no Oatly yeah 
Shortage might be back. I was like, gimme. So. There's apparently a gin shortage for a bit, so I mean, I'm not worried. I'm like, <laughs> peaks and troughs. That was me. <laughs> that was entirely me. Yeah, no, but um, I'm glad you brought a fail to it because I no, felt yeah. like I was cheating no. there. No, no. Uh, well, I'll give you my wee one just to bring myself back up. Yeah. Because I'm not going to sit in my fail. But um, my little win was I made my own and Miss K might shudder at this, but I made my own all-purpose cleaner. Ooh. <laughs> okay. There's a wee, there's a wee well, I'm intrigued. Go on, tell me. So, what's um, in it? Well, okay, I don't... I don't Bet really vinegar features. I know. Vinegar, like, lemon, baking soda. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> vinegar, and I let my... I let my... My used lemon... Well, outers? <laughs> Skins? Skins. Peels? Um, sit in the vinegar for for a week to like get the actual and antibacterial natural antibacterial oh yeah because isn't the zest things, like the kind of the balm lemon balm is hot v antibacterial isn't it good for polishing things as well oh like? yeah. yeah the balm so it's just vinegar baking soda water lemon and then some essential oils Ooh. and it's quite good but what i would i mean yeah what i would I mean, say are you, are you say putting it in a a spray bottle? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so repurposed spray bottle. Obviously. Yes. Okay, exactly. Yes. yes. Did you Obvious. buy a plastic spray bottle? Nah. No, so like, I was going to buy a little amber glass one, right? Because obviously zero waste, you need to buy things. Jokes? No. Um, but I then found one in the flat, which was like an old, one of those like, you use it for plaster to wet it. And I was like, I'm just going to put it in here. I tried to put it in an old Mr. Muscle bottle, but the spray cap then broke and it was like, no thank I you. I feel like it's trying to like, not like stop you from being well, eco. It was like they're like really stupidly built. Sometimes I tried to do that before for painting, not anything eco friendly. But like then it's just broken. I'm like, you knew I was trying to use you again. <laughs> you knew capitalism. No, it was. Um, but actually, what I would say overall worked way better than I thought. Smelt way better than I thought. Doesn't mm-hmm. smell vinegar, FYI. Mm, yeah. um, but one thing I would say is like you do need to buff it. You need to buff it because more it, elbow grease, more elbow grease because of the essential oil. But you should think things should be shiny anyway. That's definitely, that's definitely, that's definitely something I might be willing to. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I know about the lemon, the bicarb, vinegar. I it's just a tiny bit. So you believe in the the science? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, what's not to believe, right? Like, aren't they like chemical components? Like, it's just I suppose like people are like the time like clean as well yeah and like people get reliant on their fave brands like well, and the bleach are... the bleach feels like oh we kill all germs we killed everything yeah but like does it kill 99.9 I'm, du- I'm, I'm I'm hugely dubious but I mean that's a whole other topic like but yeah. 99.9 like really well but look look at our little like resident Miss Hinch are we allowed to use that person's name <gasps> Uh, Might cut that segment. <laughs> we, we used it really quickly and just Paul never gonna listen to this one. It's the pilot. I so said, um, take a small pinch. Or Miss K. Yeah. Uh, she, she's actually sounding like she's maybe out for a wee challenge here. Yeah. We've got, we've got them building. They are building. Do you know what I think will be your challenge as well? We've got like two lined up already, but <laughs> the, the sprays. So many. The sprays. The sprays are, uh, are a bit boo like I guess in terms of like but what type of spray yeah what type of sprays like aerosol sprays oh <gasps> and you oh, love and you love a, really like and you love a carpet, carpet spray you do I know you do gal um, even my boyfriend likes so that well. in terms of Miss K's reaction that's definitely gonna be the number oh, one I mean, challenge I mean we just mentioned a huge sort of 
I guess she is now an influencer on yeah, Instagram. That person. She is very. We I can mean, say her name. I she talks about we her Narnia cupboard, and everyone's got a sort of vision of what they're. You know. Do you know what I think the problem They're is? They're underneath the sink. Looks like everything's very neatly in baskets, and you've got all your different spray bottles, and you've got something for everything. I think yeah, she's she's so brilliant because her house does look like incredible, and I'll give her that. She oh, runs yeah. a tight ship, but she she's like the ambassador of this thing that like everything's got to be so gleaming, and I think like that that facade makes it more difficult to become eco friendly in a kind of weird way, like because it, we invest in loads of products to make sure that that happens. It's not necessarily her, but like all the other companies jump on the back of, well, if you want a home like that, we can give you the product. Yeah, yeah. And then like it's like a horrible, like, and I, because I really applaud it to her. She does like an amazing job of like cleaning her home and stuff. It's just, and it must be impossible to do all that stuff without some of her tools. So I guess it'd be good to explore. If it can be done, maybe it can be done. Maybe it can't, but maybe. I mean, if it can. Yeah, yeah, well, then we'll see. That's okay. We'll definitely see. Let's no sprays for how long? <laughs> 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 well, you might you might be converted. Okay, so the gals and I always debate, and actually I think this is a bit of a wider debate, especially at the moment, whether it's better to make lots of smaller changes mm-hmm. or do you like one big bada bam big change like a big boycott motion or I will never do this ever again and it's like cutting out an entire big mm. thing that would be usual for people and my question is what what is better like is it better for people to do lots of little changes that maybe don't have a very mm-hmm. big impact mm-hmm. whether it's carbon wise or industry-wise or is it better to like go full cold turkey and really be like no no yeah did you see when you went vegan did you kind of drip feed that a little bit or did you decide one day okay i'm 100 vegan okay so vv drip fed okay yeah because yeah i think i remember you kind of reducing i did i totally did i originally many moons ago was vegetarian and then was like do you know what tuna Tuna is nice in my mouth. So, <laughs> I tuna sandwich. I, I, um, I went back to that. Um, I, there's actually a truer version of that story that I'll I'll indulge one day because it wasn't another day. It wasn't tuna, but that, that's a that's a real big confession. So that's a, but not for another day. Um, yeah. But I, yeah. So I kind of drip fed. So I I went vegetarian again, and then I was my mum actually went vegan. Props to my mum. And I was like, well, if if Mama Bear's doing it, you I do should it. I should really be doing that um so then i stopped on the milk and then i stopped on the cheese and then all i was really eating was like eggs and like biscuits or chocolate that had like the kind of like sub milk products in them rather than like drinking a pint of milk yeah so it was drip fed but then i meant to do veganuary but i had too many sweets from hashtag commercial christmas so i (laughs) ended up i'm gonna pause that i'm gonna pause that (laughs) and and stuff my face with chocolate and then do vegan february so i went vegan for february Mm, okay um so so i'm brand brand new and fresh to the vegan movement but i find it okay oh yeah yeah like i just chose to kind of keep on with it because i i actually found it pretty easy and that's probably because 
I did that phased approach. Yeah. I think the cold mm. turkey thing is like it's hard. It's Too hard. Difficult. It's scary. It's why like you purge. But yeah, it yeah does. you purge. Like if I feel like you know if you're, I mean you're not addicted to those things, but you're so used to using them that it's kind of it's second nature, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. How, how do you find eating out in Edinburgh being vegan? Like now easy like I'd be like there are times where like I you know you go and there's one option and you're like oh cute or like I can have chips that's nice <laughs> portobello mushroom yeah, just, like, yeah or like classic like can I yeah have a portobello mushroom or like I I hate risotto so like if they oh, like a mushroom that's risotto is the bane of my life yeah. but um I actually find it easy and I'd be I would be lying a little bit whereas like Edinburgh's really accessible though whereas if I, if I go back home to Dunfermline yeah I think it's it'll be slightly harder like, there are options but it's definitely harder. a more yeah. at home type I was going to say yeah. like in Edinburgh we're super lucky because mm-hmm. I think there's so many more options now and like there's loads of even like Wagamama's is like mm-hmm. got their whole like new vegan menu mm-hmm. there's like a full thing but I, I really noticed that when I went back home it wasn't as much of a thing mm-hmm. but I think there's like if you just google vegan restaurants or vegan options in restaurants in Edinburgh so many come up which is really cool yeah definitely um, there's definitely loads of options Mm-hmm. But I think that's just kind of where you're based, though. Yeah, for sure. What do, what what do other people think? Like, have you, Amy, have you done any kind of big boycotts, or are you more of a like a little drip drip feed? Well, I haven't bought anything from a major retailer in a year. Woo! Oh, so, oh. yeah. Interesting. I know, but that 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 sounds way way more impressive and slightly you know bigging myself up than it actually is um but like I still wear clothing from Topshop that I had in my wardrobe anyway mm-hmm. and I'm like there's this weird assumption that you're gonna get rid of everything that you already bought before you became like free made a choice to do something yeah. different so people are really judgy when they see me wearing stuff that's from big retailers but it was actually quite difficult and I did wean myself so mm-hmm. I decided not to shop at I don't want to slate particular brands but um I decided not to shop at Topshop anymore um, and I made a conscious decision based on some of their views about women and about their working conditions and stuff in other countries um, along with a couple of other major brands and then slowly stopped shopping on the high street. Um, it's really difficult um, and to be honest you can't make impulse purchases which is another really tough thing so if you want to go on a night out it's not like you can just make, buy an outfit because you want it because you want to look fresh you have to maybe save a couple of months worth of what you'd spend in a month on clothes to buy something that's really sustainable and um make more of it make more of an event make it, it's kind of returning to luxury mm-hmm. which isn't an option everybody has so i appreciate that making a big change like that is very difficult for the general public yeah. um and i'm also but just me I've not got children I've not got commitments like that so yeah true uh, so I mean if you're buying children's clothing it'd be incredibly difficult and so expensive so I understand why people don't make the mm-hmm. jump and I definitely think you have to do it in stages and there's there's other ways that you can I guess do you, so, do, you, do you shop second hand at all would you buy second hand like what I do I do if I have to um, I don't I don't generally like uh, the stuff that ha- comes up in charity shops and work because it's mostly just tat that people have worn once and then put into a charity shop so you actually don't get anything that lasts any longer mm-hmm. than buying it yourself and it's kind of just prolonging this existence where we buy that's a whole other whole other <laughs> topic um, but yeah. I love a charity shop oh yeah oh, I love true. a charity shop it's, be- it's so much better than buying it from from Primark from Topshop from stuff yeah. like that but 
we are still kind of like purging like oh I'll wear it once and I'll give it to charity mm, and everything's yeah. fine but and it's then, so good it's so good with the charity shops like even like the furniture ones like I oh that's indispensable furnished my whole flat second hand got people like yes. got for free from like people getting rid of stuff like there's so there's so much you can yeah, do yeah that's actually almost like a completely different an amazing thing because like mm-hmm. furniture you're not going to get rid of straight away so if you're giving it away to be given to it's take it second hand it's had a full life and mm-hmm. it's about to go for its second life cycle and i yeah. think it's amazing that you furnished because i mean love your flat and having been it's so full of character and like memories and things like that and you've got you can point to things and say actually i got that like from a random charity shop i got that by getting it from someone who'd ran out like they'd had too much of their kitchen yeah yeah we, we actually so yeah my boyfriend and i actually like got our whole kitchen secondhand and we had to like saw it down and make it fit but it's so really cool. cool and it's like it was a full kitchen before and we shrunk it down to our little small kitchen and you got stuff um, for free didn't you, you got just for free stuff, like, so i mean cool. yeah well yeah my, my boyfriend found this wardrobe on the street and he like created it into like little doors so cool. for our boiler oh, freaking but it was on the street so it, it's that's so fine, cool right? though but it's it would just want to landfill otherwise yeah like, yes. you saved it from the landfill so happy days that. it's good it's possible it's so difficult though because if you you get the guilt and then you you talk yourself out of doing a little change because like even just buying not buying an outfit for every night out would be like such a big difference or like having a wee think about where you bought your next item of clothing rather than going I will never buy anything from any shop again because then you're bound to have a purge because I did when I first tried this before I started on negatives I had a complete purge so like I stopped and then I went to Topshop and bought a bunch of stuff and then came back home and was just like oh god what have I done <laughs> and then like and then and then I was like I've bought it now I've worn it so I'm gonna have to keep it and then I'm gonna have to wear it 30 times and, uh, and then it became like a total mind melt so I think you have to do it in like yeah what works for you at the time yeah and then you can't feel guilty and you can't make other you can't let other people f- make you feel guilty totally. about your choices because yeah. they're your choices I think that's the thing and like you've all everyone's got a limit to how much they can do at the time yeah, I suppose yeah. it's just if you if you take conscious steps to do a little bit more I am the worst for like let me start 20 projects oh I hear that hear that keenly (laughs) yeah it's not it's not it's not sustainable it's not sustainable (laughs) to do it that way but yeah like I mean I really applaud your veganism though because I know for a fact that if I tried that I would immediately sink back into like a Saturday night steak or something like I'm so (laughs) bad and like cows are the worst so and that's that's like my total downfall like I know for a fact that I would really struggle I don't have dairy generally but yeah, I really applaud you for being able to. Yes, Saturday night steak. <laughs> that was not supposed to be a euphemism, by the way. Like, that was like, <laughs> but how do you a guys feel? Like, what's is there changes you've made that you've noticed, or big or little, that you think you could keep going with? Or? Uh, one, one for me is so I've like given up uh, the bus. I try and cycle most places, Ooh. which is quite good. Um, so trying to give up taxis, trying to give up buses. It's quite hard, like on a night out or if you're meeting friends in town at night. So like we were like for like drinks and stuff. Yeah, well, I remember last Saturday we had a few drinks and I was like, oh, I can't cycle. I yeah. can't cycle home now. Mm-hmm. I forgot my lights. Few, few too few many glasses of prosecco. Maybe wasn't <laughs> safe. So it is quite a tricky in those scenarios. But I do try and cycle like everywhere, which is good. Good for the legs. We got the bus as well. As a commune, so yes. Yeah, so we gave up the taxi as yeah. a gal gang. We decided not to get a taxi. Yeah. So so I think yeah, I think transport's a good one. Um, and cycling, yeah, cycling's fun. I would good for the heart. Good right. for the heart. Good my, for the legs. My little thing about cycling though is like the genuine fear. Yeah, you do need to build up your confidence, like, on the road. That's the one barrier for me, is, like, 
I see how people I drive with react to cyclists <laughs> on the road. Yes, I don't, people don't like cyclists. Why? Uh, yeah, they're, we, we get hatred. We do get a lot of hatred. Yeah, so I guess, I, I guess, is there things though, are, are there, right, this is going to sound really like I'm five, but are there classes? <laughs> oh, are there like classes for an adult to learn to? I didn't want to like, admit this, but I can't really ride a bicycle very well. Like, is, can we go together? coming out. Okay, we're giving Amy a challenge. Okay. Amy and Gemma go cycling together. Just hold hands okay. while holding on to a bike. Well, like, I can't get uh, you <laughs> Should we get like one of those like tandem bi- bikes? But, yes, I was going to say a bicycle and I was like, wait, that's the full Lol. name. Perfect. Perfect. A no, bi- bicycle. A bi- bicycle. Um, I mean, I know how to ride a bike, but again, the fear. I mean, even when I'm driving home in the car, from Are you a at night hater? no but I have to I, I have to message my mum to say I'm home so I think <laughs> it would just put the fear of mm. God into her you know with uh, me cycling home you do night. yeah it's well once you have the confidence like I I always cycled a lot so with my boyfriend cycles a lot so I always cycled with him for like the first like few weeks and stuff like and once you know your roots you know where you're going to be turning where you're signaling it gets way easier so it's just like it's kind of just getting that confidence by doing but <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, interesting. I feel like interesting. A little internal internal challenges about yeah. to happen, but and, and and I know you say you're not uh, you're not you know eco friendly or you're maybe new to this, but is there any changes that you think you've made that have, you could count as a difference based on what we've said? Like, is there anything that you do? You, well, I do shop a lot of charity shops. That's good. My best purchase was um, a rug. Ooh, which I bought no. from a church shop in Morningside for yeah. five pounds. No way! It was originally from Next, so I mean I don't know Bargain. how much they charge for their rugs, but it was pretty good. Like minimum um, second yeah. life. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm quite a fan of um, you know sort of vintage style and yeah everything having its own sort of you know memory or I wouldn't like my house be exactly the same as everyone else's. No, so definitely. I'm not a big fan of IKEA furniture. For yeah. instance, yeah. Um, so yeah, I like picking up some furniture, especially secondhand. I think I could easily not buy furniture from from big manufacturers. Mm-hmm. I think that would be yeah. quite easy for me. To be honest, I don't know enough about sustainability for furniture, but I know that IKEA are making a pledge in I don't know what date specifically, but everything's going to be from renewable materials mm-hmm. going forward from this date. So like, but I don't know whether I don't know how good or bad labor manufacturers from big companies. Like I'm a bit ignorant in terms of furniture. Like that's mm-hmm. quite bad, but it's never really been something I've thought about. No, I- other than buy because you because you buy it so infrequently. Like yeah. it's, not top it's of like mind, a kind of life yeah. purchase. You're kind of like oh well. Yeah. For- mattresses freak me out a bit. Like what happens to mattresses after eight years? <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to you don't want a secondhand mattress. Uh, yeah, that's a bad, yikes. That's I know. I feel like they go to. I feel like they go down to like to down to you know mattress purgatory. They, they, they go. They go to. They go to hell. I but know. Yeah, I know. Good. It's I know. not good. What I, I, I I don't sleep easy knowing that. To be honest with you, because I'm like you're sin. You're sin. Not for this world, precious. Or if you're like, where it just like ends up on streets. Like yeah, I've seen so many mattresses. On I mean, them, like just the side of streets. Like stop that. Yeah. What happens? And you champion recycling at your work, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yes. That's worth. That's worth noting. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's exciting. The cattle's on the on the waste management. On top of it, and it's particularly difficult if you're if your work, which we have all experienced, and we will definitely discuss, work colleagues who are completely not for yeah. even <laughs> trying it. So I had a meltdown, and my colleagues will attest, and they will laugh if they ever listen. Um, but 
I had a full blown meltdown at my desk because a senior member of uh, the team threw a cereal box with the cereal, like the plastic cereal wrapper, all of it, all of it in the landfill when there was a cardboard thing right next to it. And, and I, I I like passively aggressively like wrenched it out of the landfill bin, stared at him, and he he didn't care because I'm irrelevant. But uh, yeah, it was it was stressful. So like oh, that's totally. such a simple I, one, isn't it? I know, but it's like so I completely wear. like I respect you for for being on top yeah. of, of recycling. And I mean, you will find me raking through the bins and just double checking, loving it. Miss like, yeah, yeah, like that's the way to do it, and we'll save my biffa work hilarious rant story <laughs> for another time because it filled me with great fury um, and us with great joy oh absolutely absolutely but I think the joy in your segment Miss Kay is going to be the fact that if if anybody's going to start we're going to start small and you're going to start with little changes see how they land and implement and then hopefully like it and then take on something new because from personal experience, I tried to go whole hog with eco, knowing that I was doing quite old fashioned, and I bought like all the all the beauty products, all the cleaning stuff that I needed to be completely zero waste, and had a proper meltdown. <laughs> because like like the fa- making your own face wash using a shampoo bar while trying to shave your legs with something you've never used before, and then trying <laughs> to use cleaning products in the bathroom, I just like had to have a wee cry. <laughs> too much and I was like dear god no like this needs to be micro micromanaged like so one at a time piece by piece yeah oh yeah and like the best people will tell you that piece by piece is so much healthier for your for your well-being because like we've gotten used to the crap that we use and I I, yeah bad it was a bad it was a bad time it's a dark dark time (laughs) so yeah I hope that the challenges will inspire everybody else to try with you sounds good So now it's time for the Miss Kay challenge of the podcast. So we're going to be giving Miss Kay a challenge each time we meet up, um, see how she gets on, the challenges she um, experiences, the problems. But because it's the pilot episode, we've decided to go quite easy on you. Nothing too crazy. Good, thank you. Yeah. So we were wondering if you're up for the challenge to give up single use coffee cups. I think I can manage that. Okay. Oh. Challenge. challenge accepted. Ooh, exciting, exciting. We want to hear about things that go well and things okay. that also go wrong. So if you fail, be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah and how, yeah. Would you like full me, picture. how would you like me to document my... Ooh, maybe maybe some, some pictures, maybe a little okay. video from your, your walk to work. Okay, maybe your first so walk to work with your coffee cup. That might be quite cute. And failures yeah not yeah. like there's also, not gonna be any. yeah not just failures but like true true challenges you know like the truth because it's because it happens it happens to the best of us and i just it we want an honest look at how it how it goes okay i'm gonna try and be really organized have you got have you have a reusable cup we don't need to I give do. you one do i you? do i got one for christmas i did ask for it it was on oh, my christmas oh, very lovely. yeah it's got my initial on it This podcast has been brought to you by A Helping Handprint, Life with Clarity, Nylon and Negatives, and me, Miss Key. If you would like to see how I get on with my challenge, then please join the club on Instagram and Facebook at Equal Warriors Club. Thanks for listening.